Welcome back to episode 28 of Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast. I am the LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and with me, as always, is Taylor Salem. Hey. Man, it's been, it's been a really long week since we shot. It's been a really shot. long week, yeah, man. Yeah, it's only been one week since we shot the last ep- film, recorded the last episode. Recorded the one, last episode. One whole long week. In that, in that one week, I, I've been to the UK for two weeks. I was in <laughs> Philadelphia for a week. I bought and beat Spider-Man PS4. I, uh, I, Thanksgiving and almost Christmas has happened. Halloween happened. Seriously. It's been it's a long week. Fast, man. The years look going by really fast, but um, it seems like you've been pretty busy, man. You've got a lot going on. I, I haven't really been doing much compared to what you're putting Mr. Jet's header over here. Yeah, I don't know if you can tell by my voice, but I, I just spent uh, the weekend at PAX Unplugged uh, nice. in Philadelphia, which is the... Uh, so PAX is like... Penny Arcade Expo. Yep. Um, it started out as like a web comic, and now it's kind of more like a video game mm-hmm. slash board game slash tabletop type convention. Yeah. Um, and PAX Unplugged, as the name might suggest, is uh, just board games. Yeah. Unplugged as in no 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 video yeah, type, yeah, type no, thing. No electronic components. <clears throat> right. So yeah. Um, so I was at, so I was out there, uh, talked a lot, y- yelled a lot. Uh, were what uh, like what specific? Were you doing interviews out there, or like what was? Uh, no, no, no. My working on buddies that? work at a company called Skybound. Yeah. Uh, they 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 make this little comic called The Walking Dead. Yeah, you may uh, have heard of it. Yeah, uh, but they are board game developers, and so I just go out there with them and all the board games that they make. And got you. So you're just helping them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a free trip, free trip to uh, to PAX. Yeah, exactly. It was it was fun. I saw a lot of the board games I want to spend a lot of money on. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, but only like three days before that, I had just gotten back from fucking the UK. Yeah. Which was what, 10 days or something? 12 days, days, yeah. 12 days. yeah. So what, were you do- uh, what were you doing out there? Partying. <laughs> just go a leisure trip, basically? Leisure trip, yeah. I have a lot of friends that that live out there, and I got yeah. back and went to the doctor, and my doctor was like, your liver hates you. Uh, <laughs> you should stop drinking for a while. And I said, um, I'll stop drinking hard alcohol, and I'll drink less beer. How about that? But I don't think I could stop it entirely. That doesn't make any sense. As he takes a drink from his beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed. I have been drinking less, though. So that's, no, that's good. I mean, yeah. hey, you got to be able to regulate that shit a little bit. I mean, I, I understand, though, like, especially after a, a long, bingey trip, so to speak, like mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah. it's like, you, you just need to watch yourself. I mean, that's all they do out there is drink. They, yeah. they, don't, uh, okay. they don't have anything else to do, keep up, to do. Especially in the winter. Exactly. Yeah, but it's just trying to stay warm. <laughs> it was tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, did it like the, Did you get snow out there? Was it pretty cold or like how was uh, the, It was the actually condition? colder in Philadelphia than it was in the entire trip of the UK. Really? Um, yeah. That's not surprising. Every time I've ever been to the UK, it's never it's it's never rained, ever. It's That's like, so weird because I Britain know. is known for. I like, know. It's... All people do is complain about the weather there, and every time I go, it's like sunny. <laughs> and, like, the weather's really nice, and I'm like, the fuck are you guys complaining about? You're gonna see. That's funny, man. Oh, that's hilarious. But it's great because, like, right when I left London to go to a little town called Worcester, all my friends in London were like, "It fucking rained the day you left," and I was like, "I don't, I don't believe you." I planned it that way. No, I just, I was like, "I don't, I don't believe you guys. You say it rains, but I, yeah. I think you're liars." And then when I left Worcester to go to Ireland, this is, I'm not exaggerating. Everyone was like, just fucking started raining. And I was like, yeah, sure it did. Uh, uh, but then we went to the Cliffs of Moher. <laughs> yeah, right? Show me a Snapchat. But then we went yeah. to the Cliffs of Moher in Ireland, and it was like, it was fucking sunny. Mm-hmm. Like, hardly any clouds in the sky. There's a fucking rainbow and shit. It's like the most Irish thing I think that I, that <laughs> of I've course, ever seen. Dude. And then uh, our tour guide was like, I've almost never seen it like this really? when we come here. And I was like, you're yes, welcome, people yeah. of Ireland. <laughs> You have a you have an aura about you, Joel. I just bring the California sunshine with me. Yeah. yeah. 
It's great. Um, Dude, that sounds like fun, man. I've always wanted to go to the UK and never had a chance. I go quite often. I know. It's fun. I wish I, I feel like if, if I knew people out there like you did, it'd be a right. little bit easier to, to yeah, make yeah. that jump. I mean, it's fun, but it's tough on the body, for sure. Absolutely. Traveling for that the long. Time change too. Yeah, the time change. Yeah, the time change alone. That's like... Yeah. The food's not very healthy either, so it's like... Just treat yeah. my body like shit for two whole weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Which isn't much of a change from how I usually treat my body. <laughs> Just a little bit worse than normal. Exactly. I got another doctor's appointment on Thursday. We'll see if uh, we'll see how my health is increased or decreased. If anybody wants to bet uh, high and low on that, <laughs> let me give know. Us, give us the over under. <laughs> yeah, give me the over under on my on my liver enzyme tests. <laughs> uh, that's funny. What have you been up to? Not much, man. Been writing a lot, actually. I got a new a new writing gig, which is cool, uh, for this website called SuperheroHype.com. Nice. I'm sure you, some of the people listening to this have probably heard of it. Oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah, it's been fun. I pre- like as you know, pretty much just been working home from home a lot, watching Sick. a lot of movies, getting paid to read some comics, which is cool. I wish I could because, work from home. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I'm definitely happy to. Uh, to be writing and stuff like that more, yeah, more frequently to you know to just get to be creative and stuff which is cool um but at the same time you know it's been it's been challenging because i've been trying to catch up on a lot of stuff i've been reading a lot of comics right i'm sure it's pretty um, easy to procrastinate when you work from home. oh my god you're right. telling me yeah I have to, <laughs> yeah you have to it's a mental game you know right. uh but i've also been playing a lot of video games as a result hell's yes uh, i've been playing some red dead which is cool um, oh, have you have you tried the online yet? No, I haven't. I I mean the game is so massive, just the single right. player that I, I I just feel like I would be so I'm so overwhelmed playing the regular game that trying right. to jump into because Red Dead uh, Online has its own open world just as equally massive right, as right. The single player. So it's kind of like starting the game over in a certain respect. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to get through at least get through the story and then I'll probably dabble with Red Dead. I was thinking about trying to go for the Platinum because I have it for PS4. Yeah, right. But for that game, it's so much. And a lot of the trophies do require you to play a lot of uh, the online yeah. portion of it. So, I, I want to... I played I played the first game, you know. The first game was on, amazing. Back on the Xbox 360. Um, I, I... I don't know how I feel about Red Dead 2. I'm not a huge um, Grand Theft Auto fan. Okay. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I had a lot of fun with the first one, but everything I see about two it doesn't hype me up to play it. I can see that. Well, I mean, the game is, it's, it's like the, the whole idea with the game is they're shooting for like this sense of absolute realism. Right. You know what I mean? They're trying to immerse you into the world as much as possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is cool, but I think it's also part of one of the downfalls of the game. Right. It's trying to be too realistic instead of just being a good, fun game. Right. And I feel like some of the aspects of the realism get in the way of the fun of the game sometimes. Uh, but with that said, uh, it's a pretty amazing feat what they accomplished with the game. Like it's the, the I mean, it's taken them this long to release. Yeah, the visuals are incredible. The attention to detail is mind-boggling, dude. It's, yeah. it's mind-boggling. Um, even, you know, like one of the, one of the small things that, that I noticed the other day, that's just really cool on a functional level too, is besides the attention to detail in the world, as far as the gameplay mechanics, um, and like, for instance, if you're riding on horseback and there's a dialogue happening between you and someone else, the pitch and voice will actually change the further you are away from that person. That's pretty cool. So if you're right next to him, be like, Hey, how's it going? Or if you're 
20 feet ahead or from behind from them is going to be the person yelling, hey, how's it going? You right, know? right, right. So it's uh, it's really interesting to see how they put all that stuff together. But, um, you know, a lot of people are saying it's shooing for game of the year. And I think... There's no way when God of War came out this year. There's no way. That's, dude, God of War... It's it's. I see, I see why people are saying that because Red Dead is a very good game and the level of detail is there. Uh, but God of War was simply just more... Um, more innovative in the way that it told the story yeah. and the use of the fluid camera with no edits. Right. The I'm way you hit now. start game and it just goes, it transitions, the, the frame you know goes away. There's no loading screens whatsoever in the game. I mean, what they accomplished with God of War was incredible and it was something I'd never seen. I've never given a, a game a perfect score before. I gave God of War a 10 out of 10 when I reviewed it. Yeah, I don't think, um, I don't think like any of the Grand Theft Auto games have ever won Game of the Year. Yeah. So I don't see Red Dead winning the, the well, title. I mean, I think I think people are pointing to, to to jump back to what you were saying to Spider-Man PS4. Uh, um, game's so fucking perfect. It is in a lot of ways. I think there's I think there's a few downfalls from a technical perspective and like a like a uh, like the gameplay mechanics and stuff like that. Oh, I was just too enthralled by the, the story. Is, the story is amazing. To, no, absolutely. Like it's 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 funny. I've seen people on say online that. That Spider-Man PS4 is, is the best Spider-Man movie that's been oh made, and I kind so of disagree good. with that. Um, I mean, okay, look, we all know Spider-Man's origin story, right? Like, every yeah. film you get, you kind of have to relive that. Well, it's the same thing with Batman, though, too. It's right. the same kind of So, thing. like, Spider-Man PS4, like, the storyline was so cool because he was already fucking Spider-Man, which yeah. is, we know he's already Spider-Man. Well, he's experienced, too. That's Exactly, the thing. yeah. He's already been with and broken up with MJ. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man. And I think Gwen Stacy's already happened, maybe, too. Maybe. 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 It, they didn't really say anything about that, so, 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 so maybe not. No, not they. They hint at certain things. I don't know if you noticed, but you know the backpacks in the game. If you yeah, actually yeah. look at all those items, it gives a lot of. Backpacks. Oh, I looked at like, all of them. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really great the way they layered that detail in there, and also paid a, like homage to um, everything in the comics. They paid a, a homage to a lot of the games, yeah, and even uh, some of the movies. For instance, Infinity War and the original. Um, Raimi Spider-Man. Yeah, oh, man. With, uh, All the costumes with that the wrestler, with that wrestler yeah. suit. Oh, yeah. The wrestler suit's great, yeah. man. I, I, I've I, been using the, uh, I gotta say, the punk rock Spidey is kind of... Oh, yeah, Spider-Punk? Yeah, yeah that, that one's cool. That and the homemade suit from Homecoming, I, yeah. I think, are the ones I use kind of the most. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm one of the people that, like, basically likes to stick with one um, ability or whatever you call yeah, it, yeah, suit yeah. enhancement, and then I just change the skin every couple, yeah, yeah. Every couple days or whatever, whenever I'm playing. Um but yeah, no, I think it's I, to be honest, I think some of my favorite suits are the ones that they used in the um in the DLC. Like for instance, um the you get to see the spider armor, like yeah. one which is like one of my Let me favorite. Just pull these up. What's that? So I'm going to pull them up. Yeah, absolutely. You get the spider armor mark 1 um in the second DLC, I believe. You also get the original iron spider look from yeah. the comics, which we talked about a little a little bit beforehand. Um, oh, and the then UK the, Spidey. The Spider UK. Yep. Yeah, and then you have, I believe that's, that's Scarlet. Is it? Who's? Which one is this one? I don't know. I'm actually not sure. The uh, Scarlet Spider one you got in the in in the actual game. Yeah, which that's is right. Pretty I can't, cool. I can't I'm playing with that one it's, a lot as well. Yeah, it's one of them. But yeah, there's some there's some really cool stuff in there, and I, I think just you know, um, the story and the gameplay and the, the web slinging in particular, obviously, is yeah. amazing. The way they they 
you know brought the legacy of um i will say not including the not including the black suit or the rainy suit i think was an I think odd choice i think they're saving the black suit for the sequel yeah um, i think that the rainy suit that totally i think i would have rather had the rainy actual rainy spider-man suit than the wrestler suit but i can also see how that is similar to like the classic spidey look right too so um, it's really just the texture that's different and the non-organic web shooters. Yeah. So I think that's maybe part of the reason why they didn't include that suit, too. It's kind of an F you to the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I believe me, I thought that was an interesting omission as well. But the, the the black suit, it makes more sense that they would just save that for the sequel. Yeah, true. I did think it was interesting how the ending... Spoilers, by the way, if you guys haven't played the game yet. Um, how the ending was, like, Harry... Like, we all knew that Harry was, like, not really abroad of course like the whole game yeah you're like oh man there's some, something's going on there's some weird shit going on here but i really was not expecting it to be like the symbiote keeping him alive like that to me yeah. was a huge shock which is which is interesting because that kind of deviates from what we know from the comics at least but right. i do i do it kind of does make sense that oscorp would either have found be the first people to yeah, found it oh, absolutely. or and or the route they could probably go is maybe they synthesized it somehow right um which i don't know if that's a good way to go but they could um but yeah no i thought it was a really interesting ending uh we were talking about it a little bit beforehand as well this aspect of it and i think that this i i let's put it this way i don't think harry will actually become venom right the the venom that we know we might see the symbiote attached to him but at some point i think it's going to get transferred it's transferred to a different host that would make sense and eddie brock or you know someone it may be a new character altogether you never know we may even get the uh, the black suit, you know, uh, Secret Wars storyline where the suit you know, cool. attaches to, to him, which would be great because I think the uh, the, the movie that should not be named that handled that did a <laughs> decent job of it, but the follow through was the problem at the end with Venom in that movie. So the movie fucking sucked. Yeah. So well, I think they did a decent job of uh, sort of like at least in the first half of it of Spider Man Three exploring yeah. that the 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 duality of uh, you know good and bad. Peter Parker when he has that black suit. Right. But yeah. Oh, you mean no. that sweet dance scene? Yeah. Pretty much when it gets to the sweet dance scene and the, the suit transfers to Eddie Brock, everything, the whole, the, the whole aura, the whole realm of illusion has been shattered at that point. Thomas Aiden Church plays a great Sandman. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Opinion. And you know what's funny? I watched the, uh, have you ever seen the editor's cut of Spider-Man 3? No. It's actually pretty interesting. I bought the box set mostly because I didn't want it. it oh, it right, came, right, right. You know, obviously, yeah, but yeah. They actually make a few interesting choices that don't necessarily save the movie, but they make it a little bit more palatable at the end. Right. The Venom stuff's obviously the Venom stuff. Let's but, not. Uh, let not get it. There's a few. Right there's now. a few key edits that I think are interesting, but yes, we shouldn't uh, get yeah, the, the game. The yeah. game is what. Um, but honestly, I do, I'm, I'm not. I'm not uh, in disagreement with the person that said like it's one of the best Spider-Man movies. Like, yeah, all the cutscenes and stuff had me at the edge of my fucking seat, man. Like Absolutely. the scene where. He's like saving the burning building, and like yeah. he falls, and Mary Jane is like, "No!" And it's like yeah. she doesn't even care right now that Miles is there to see that she cares about, like the whole secret identity thing. She just throws it out the window, and she yeah. like that's like I still love and care for him, yeah. and I, that was just well, heart, that heart wrenching. Absolutely, and I think it's the attention to, to to detail in the characters that really like is what makes the game successful. Yeah. Um, with that said, I think you know that stuff is exciting, but what what really excited me the most to be honest was like the the everyday life stuff of people like yeah. for instance in the game you you your apartment gets 
Oh yeah, your part, and you have to go look for your, 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 your shit, shit in a, in a yeah. garbage truck. In the DLC, um, there's a mission where you just go to get pizza as Spider-Man, and I you eat the pizza. Yeah. Like it's 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 stuff like that that I think pizza really makes, really makes the game special. Um, yeah, so I think they did a really good job uh, with that. And I, I, just real quick, I think the DLC, um, if you guys have been playing the game and you're into it, it's worth it. Uh, but buy all three, don't buy one, because it is a continue uh, a continual story that's told over three parts. Um, yeah, so. I was telling Taylor that I was trying to 100% the game mm-hmm. before I bought the DLC, but I'm yeah. just getting antsy for more story, so. Yeah, well, it's, I, I mean, they, they, part of the problem, and that's why I say don't buy them individually, is because you get about three hours of story from each one. So it's not a whole lot. Right. But it's about, I would say each chapter is about five hours, six hours of gameplay to 100% the whole thing. It's not bad. No, it's not bad, but for 10 bucks a pop, it's kind of overpriced. Yeah, I mean, you only save five bucks if you buy those. At least you save something. Yeah, <laughs> very true. And um, you get the whole story. So. Very true. Yeah, I, you know, there's not much else to say about it. I thought yeah. it was... I don't think it'll be game of the year, but it was like my game of the year. Oh, just yeah, absolutely. It was just a fan. fun game. Yeah. Absolutely. It would be like a like an audience choice award kind of thing. Right? Yeah, right. It would be like a, a MTV Movie Award Game of the Year. All right. And now I, I one I guess one more thing I would uh, like I'm curious to see how 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 many more DLCs they put out uh, as opposed to like when they're going to start developing like the sequel. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Are they going to just kind of like milk this DLC tit for like the next couple years, or are they going to like put out the next game like as soon as they can it's tough to say um because i these dlcs were actually planned before the game's release right. which is kind of the thing that bugs me as well it's like why the fuck couldn't you just include this in the game yeah right um but with that said i it's hard to tell whether or not they're going to do more i think the game was so popular and now that they've really developed the mechanics of the game it's just about expanding right. it and add it. they don't have to build a whole new engine for this game none of that stuff right, all, right. The, all the sort of developed development stuff that they had to do to get it off the ground so i do think that after this dlc it would be smart of them on a business perspective to get that next game in development and uh get a you know get it ready as soon as possible mm-hmm. while people are still thinking about this game and still excited about this game right yeah if it's another five years until it comes out uh, not to say that people won't be excited but i think a lot of that energy will be lost right i mean it's the whole reason i bought a ps4 so. I mean, see, <laughs> yeah, and I, I think it was really smart of, um, of of the developers to make it a PlayStation exclusive. Oh to yeah, be honest. sorry Xbox. Yeah, well, I mean Xbox has their exclusives too, but Spider Man's cooler. Their ex, I mean, but their their exclusives are kind of like dwindling now at this point because I remember yeah. like PUBG was only on Xbox One, and I was kind of mm-hmm. sad about that. But like, I bought the PS4 for Spider Man, so that's fine. But now mm-hmm. PUBG comes out for PS4 on Friday, so it's like mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick that up as well, and it's like. Yeah. I don't think Xbox has that many exclusives now. Not really. I feel like Gears of War and, and well, Gears of War and Halo are really their two. I've been playing Gears of War games since yeah, I was like that's, high school. I, neither right? have I, yeah. but they, they're on like the fifth one and they're still popular. So. Right. But it's like you look at fucking PlayStation's got like The Last of Us. Yeah. It's got Spider Man PS4. Mm-hmm. It's got Uncharted. Yep. And it's got s- some of the God of War, right? It's got yeah. s- some of the best games e- ever made. Yeah. And people are sleeping on the PS, you know? Like, I, I was an Xbox guy all throughout high school like i didn't buy my first playstation well i had a playstation 2 but like yeah i, I was really like an xbox guy i mm-hmm. didn't buy like the ps3 until i was like 18 i mm-hmm. was like i was already out of high school yeah um and then i just started to play all the games that were available for the playstation and i was like 
I mean, fuck, I, I've been messing you became, up. You became a convert? Yeah, I became a convert, 100%. I didn't, like, yeah. I have no plans to buy, like, an Xbox One. Like, yeah, I don't think I've owned an Xbox since the original iteration of Xbox 360. Like, Yeah. That's funny. I've always been a PlayStation guy, but throughout the years I've had Xboxes as well. Um, and that was mostly, especially around the 360 days, because all my buddies had Xboxes. So right. I'd play, you know, like Call of Duty or any Xbox Live, I would yeah. have it to play with them. But it, it's interesting. Recently, I was actually in the market for a 4K UHD player. Right. And uh, I guess the Xbox has a, the Xbox One has a 4K player built into I mean, it. The PS4 I, Pro. The, uh, no, the PS4 does not support 4K at not all. The Pro? No, it supports 4K streaming, but not like gotcha. a disc. Gotcha. Um, yeah, which is which is kind of interesting that I guess the PS5. Um, <laughs> but going back to your point about all the exclusives, um, it's interesting that people really look at Xbox as the like the sort of like hardcore gamers quote unquote system. I think like, it's just because it's made by Microsoft. I think so like too. I think I do though. think I do think the Xbox is a little bit more gamer friendly whereas the playstation is more like a multimedia um, I can see that. system yeah. where it's like about the games but it's it's about a lot other than that too um and yeah so it's interesting to see how playstation has all these exclusive games and yet people don't really consider them to be like the the top tier gaming system i, think, I do i think but i, I, think I know a lot, a lot of people, people do nowadays though that's true that, that, I, feel that like they didn't, I think they didn't used to yeah um like i think the xbox 360 was definitely a better gamer console compared to the mm-hmm. ps3 yeah. Um, but with the PS4, I I don't know. I yeah. just I it's I getting pretty I don't see a lot of Microsoft fanboys or as you know. I guess I don't see as many as I used to. Yeah. There's you know there's always going to be the PC Master Race fans, but it's like um, I see less and less PC Master Race. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Dude. I see less and less Microsoft <laughs> Xbox fanboys than I used to, and I think yeah. that's just because the best games that they had at the time aren't really like. Halo, it's like it's just not a thing anymore. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, they they had their time, and now it's just not. Mm-hmm. It's just I feel not. like Call of Duty is kind of like that. It's the same way. Too, but you need right? Call like, of Duty on PS4. No, totally. I'm just <laughs> in general, I'm just saying. I feel like Call of Duty is a little bit past its prime. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, I heard the Black Ops Battle Royale thing is actually. I heard it's I fun. Don't get the love for Battle Royale games. They're oh, cool. I, I fucking love Battle Royale. They're Royal. cool, but like. Fortnite's fun, but I couldn't I play get, Fortnite, I couldn't I'm not get, gonna lie. I, well, you, you got me into it yeah. like, for a little bit, but it, it was just, I don't know, I, I, it felt like it was a little bit meaningless and meandering, like playing a, like a Battle Royale game. It just like, kind of gets I need me, some, I need some kind of goal, you know what I mean? It gets me back into the mindset of playing like Halo, like two or three online, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I just yeah. don't have a good like online game like I used yeah. to, Yeah. and just like, uh, I don't know. Fortnite, as cheesy and as childish as it is, like, yeah. well, that's why I'm excited that PUBG's coming to, to PS4. I would rather, yeah. I think I would rather play PUBG and Fortnite, but when I bought the PS4, I couldn't play it, so I yeah. got into Fortnite yeah. instead, and I've been playing it a lot. Yeah, yeah. so I'll be buying PUBG when it yeah. comes Plus out. Fortnite's free, so. <laughs> exactly. I don't have to have a PS Plus subscription to play Fortnite, so yeah, once... That's one thing about the Xbox. Yeah. yeah. Have well, once PUBG Xbox. comes out, I'm gonna have to get a PS Plus subscription to play online, which sucks. Oh, really? I didn't know mm-hmm. that's kind of I think Fortnite's, like, the only game that you don't have to pay to play online, so... I'll be spending a lot of money on Friday. Yeah, it's weak. All right, we've been talking about this a lot. What's yeah. next, man? Well, I mean, uh, since we're on the tip of uh, Spider-Man and and, uh, and all the different suits and all the cool stuff that movie does, what are your thoughts on Into the Spider-Verse coming up? It's coming up soon. In a couple weeks. Yeah. My thoughts are that it's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> um, I never thought I would see a Spider-Man movie get 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, especially, especially an animated, animated one. Yeah. yeah. That... 
That was honestly really surprising to me. Let's see if it still has 100%. I doubt it would have changed by now, but... Boop, 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 boo. What the fuck? Into the Spider Verse. 100% still, yeah. Um, honestly, my family and I usually go see a movie on Christmas Day, and uh, it's. I think it might be a tough sell, but I'm gonna try to get them to go see this. Are you gonna. Do you think you're gonna be able to wait? No, no, I'll see it wait. twice. Oh, okay. You'll I'll see it, it twice. Yeah, yeah. Get, oh, oh, for sure. So, like, of course I haven't seen this, Mom and Dad. <laughs> I really want to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I man. When they announced the movie, I wasn't sold on it because it's such a. Um, I think it's such a bold thing to be like. Mm-hmm. Like the Spider Verse is just, it's it's a vast storyline. It's it a huge. It's uh, a huge. It's just thing. A, yeah, it's just a huge feat to try to pull off. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they were just like, eh, fuck it, we'll just do it. Yeah. And like, it seems to have worked out for them well. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the movie has a lot going for it, you know, and it's just a matter of, of uh, at this point, of whether audiences will be willing to accept the Spider-Verse and everything that comes with it, and accept specifically like a, Miles as pro- the main Spider-Man right. in this movie as opposed to Peter Parker, which I really love, by the way, the fact that, I don't know if you saw saw in the most recent trailer, um, there's a theory, and I think this is basically what they're, it, basically, the Peter Parker and Into the Spider-Verse is the Raimi Peter Parker. In the trailer, they show oh, uh, yeah, yeah. the first, the the first movie, yeah, the second, yeah. and the third. So right. I, it's kind of like this middle-aged Peter Parker who's like struggling with loss and and all that stuff. And I think that's uh, a really interesting turn for the character because we've seen young Peter Parker at this point so much, you know. Yeah. So it's uh, I think it's a fun way to to play with that aspect of the character and to be able to have Miles and Peter in the same story. Yeah, yeah. and I think the I like the I like the casting as well. Absolutely. Like who? Who? Jake Johnson. Who better to play like a like an apathetic, washed up Spider-Man? Kind of stonery, kind of stonery part of Spider-Man. Exactly. Um, and I'm forgetting the kid's name that plays the uh, Miles Shameek, character. Shameek Moore. Yeah, the kid from Dope, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's I a good so. actor. Yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited. The uh, the animation, I think, is something that we're gonna have to kind of get used to. Um, it, re- it reminds me a lot, especially when they show like the Green Goblin and stuff. It kind of reminds me of like the Ultimate Spider-Man style of Green Goblin, which was like a big buff monster as opposed to like a yeah. giant suit. It's kind of, yeah, like yeah, yeah, which I thought was an interesting choice. But mm-hmm. for a, I think for a cartoon, it I think it'll play. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to be very interesting, um, and I do agree with you um, in the sense that they are going to pull a lot from the Ultimates. Oh yeah, well they have to, yeah. Um, but what's fun is they can do a lot of different, you know, pull like call a lot of those uh, universes together into one. One thing I noticed too is that there there are a lot of subtle differences between Miles' uh, quote unquote universe. We don't know what it is in the six one six Peter. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just uh, sorry six one six universe that Peter's in, and I just think that's really interesting how they're going to play with that. And I, I hope it's successful because this could honestly, it's certainly one of the most ambitious. Yeah, superhero oh, movies coming out this year. I'm curious to see as like as as to what or who the actual main antagonist is because they show the Green Goblin in the trailer a lot, but I have a hard time believing that he's the main bad guy. 
if all the like if all the spider people are there, you you'd be you you'd be able to defeat one Green Goblin. Yeah. Very very easily. Yeah. So I, there has to be a bigger. I know that I know that Wilson Fisk is in the movie, and that I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So Liev Shriver plays Wilson Fisk, which I think is a pretty great. I casting. did not know that. And that's, yeah. That's um, badass. So we're getting fucking saber tooth as Wilson Fisk and uh, <laughs> as Kingpin and. Um, he's basically the one who opens the portal to all the other. Right. So that's how that happens. I'm not sure if he's going to end up being the main villain, but I think they're holding something back from the marketing. Oh, they have to. Um, and I'm not quite sure what that is yet. I'd like to see multiple, maybe like multiple of the same bad guys That'd be true. from different universes. That'd like, be, Well, I'm sure they're probably, they right. have to do that. That's yeah. part of the, it's inherent right. in the concept. You know what I mean? Like, hey, Kingpin from this universe. I'm well, Kingpin from this universe. I know What's that, up? I know that Spider-Gwen is going to be a big yeah. uh, player in this movie. And I, I it's it's tough to say, but we do see her uh, playing in the band The Mary Janes in the movie, which is straight from the comics. Yeah. So familiar with this. And, uh, and so I think we're going to see some of that in her world, which could be really interesting because I yeah, believe in be her cool. world, Peter Parker is dead. Uh, is dead. He yeah, dies. Right. And then uh, her dad is Captain Stacy's after her. And then she finally reveals herself right. to be Spider-Man. So I think there, you, you could play with that aspect a lot more in her world. Than, also, I want to see Spider-Man 2099 in this movie. I'm not sure if he's going to be in it, but I am really excited for that. It'd be happen. cool. Yeah, it'd be cool if he was in it. They Which is also a suit in Spider-Man. It basically. is a suit. I wasn't a huge fan of the suit in the game, but... Yeah, it, it was fine. Yeah. But Spider-Ham's pretty cool, too. I'm excited to see Spider-Ham. I mean, John people, Mulaney, right? Yes. Yeah. And and it, to be honest, if people can be sold on the idea of Spider-Ham, they could be sold on it idea of anything in the spider-verse you know what i mean yeah i i, I also love that nick cage is fucking oh my gosh it's so, and he talks about he's like well i thought he would talk about like more proper and like be more regal and stuff and right. it's just so perfect the way oh man it's great yeah yeah you know the movie's not out yet so there's not much to say about it um yeah. i'm excited to see it yeah that's for sure what do you think about that captain marvel trailer it's a good segue um it was badass as fuck man it was a lot cooler than the second or the first one yeah um, naturally yeah uh, we talked about the mohawk. I think the mohawk's pretty fucking sick. Yeah, I really love. But it. I like that she doesn't just... have a mohawk. It's just the hair coming out of the helmet is a mohawk. Yeah. And then when the helmet's off, she has like her hair back. Yeah. Which I think is yep pretty sick. Yeah, and I think it's I, I'm I really love how they're just going full Captain Marvel in this movie. Yeah. And like really embracing the sort of. It could have been really cheesy, you know, but I really love that they're embracing that cosmic side of the character. Right. And, yeah. You know, her flying around in space and stuff is going to be great. I'm so excited. Yeah, I think having. I think introducing the cosmic world with Guardians of the Galaxy um, really like paved the way for this. Film. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, and even even Infinity War paves the way. Right, All that yeah. stuff that they led into, but yeah, absolutely. Guardians was the first instance of that. But I think um, Captain Marvel in particular really has the ability to uh, to be um, that movie that really pushes the cosmic side even further. Right, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? They can really just go balls to the wall on Facebook. Well, because it's really about two space uh, races Absolutely. at the, war the, with each the other. Pre, not, the yeah, famous yeah, yeah. Pre-Scroll, uh, scroll storyline right. is It's not just like the inspiration traveling into space. It's like yeah. two different yeah. species from space like, Absolutely. battling it out, which yeah. is cool. Just seeing scrolls in the trailer is so fucking badass, too. Like, it is. Any of the woman that she punches is yes, just so great. Like, I love it. We all we've all been thinking about scrolls since fucking they said that Civil War was gonna be a movie. Cause... Or that, or even Avengers, because originally people were speculating when that movie came out that right. the Chitari were gonna be the scrolls. Right, yeah, yeah. 
But, you know, the ending of this Civil War comic book is Captain America gets shot. Mm-hmm. He gets assassinated. And yep. then you find out that, oh, it was just a scroll the whole time. Cap's mm-hmm. alive, blah, blah, blah. So, I, you know, we've I've been looking forward to the scrolls for a really long time. So yep. just being able to see, like, the makeup and, like, see a scroll, like, in, in a fight scene. Full is like, on. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped for it, man. This movie has, you know, um, has the potential to... Well, I mean, you know, the... the, the Captain Marvel's obviously being primed to take be a prominent member of the Avengers right. up to this point. So this this movie really has the potential to pave the way for you know the future of the MCU in right. a lot of respects. And the one thing they're going to have to sell me on that blows the doors wide open. Yeah. for the cosmic side. The one thing they're going to have to sell me on really hard is like where the fuck has she been? You know what I mean? Because like at the end of yeah. Infinity War, he like hits the beeper to call her, but like. This was a big yeah. problem before the end of Infinity War. Like the second Thanos showed up, you sh- like you should have been calling her, not yeah. like at the end. Yeah. Like, oh no, we well, can't to, handle to, this. To we should fair, call her. To be fair, Nick Fury is rogue at that point, and he's never in the movies. So for all we know, Nick Fury does has no idea of what's going on with Thanos. I find that that's a big leap, but I mean, yeah. they kind of play it like he's sort of out doing his own thing, whatever it, that is. But I kind yeah. of agree with you at the same time. I think they will. I think they will. But I think the idea also that um, that they've said basically is that this is a last ditch effort. You know what I mean? It's the final. Yeah, but it shouldn't it's have the ace, to be. It's the ace in the hole. Yeah, but because like, if you use the ace in the hole too early and something else pops up, I like guess Galactus maybe. Okay. Yeah, I mean they do. <laughs> they do own the rights to Fantastic Four now. Yeah. Um, well, not officially yet, but they do. right. I don't know if someone like Thanos popped up, I would just be you know. A, I would just be calling like my big guns like immediately, like all right, where's yeah. Adam Warlock and Captain Marvel? Let's get yeah. these bitches up in here. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious if Adam Warlock's going to show up in Avengers Four. You know what? I had really strong opinions that he was going to show up in Guardians Three. Well, now they, I don't even know if Guardians Three. They teased him at the end of. I know, but two. So. And we've talked about the James Gunn thing on last week's podcast. That was only one week ago. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I don't think he'll show up in Avengers Four. Um. I think that's too premature yeah. especially if they're gonna have captain marvel in it yeah well to, to be honest i think captain marvel is gonna kind of play that role in avengers 4 where she's like right, the right. one who comes yeah, in yeah. and she is the, the deciding right yeah, yeah. exactly which makes sense yeah but um i don't know kind of like into the spider-verse the movie's not out yet so there's not much to say about it i think it looks cool i think jude law is a great yeah. uh, a great casting choice yep. young young sam jackson how do you is how, cool how do you feel really quick how do you feel about the casting of brie larson <laughs> I fucking love Brie Larson. I know, I do too. But she's I, like my number one celebrity crush. <laughs> yeah, Brie, Brie Larson's amazing, and um, the reason why I ask though is because I've seen a lot of people online who think that, and some people I've talked to actually too, that think she's miscast in the movie. And for I what? Can, for what? For what reasoning? Uh, I'm not sure. I've just heard people say that, that they think she's miscast. I, I can kind of see what people are talking about with the new trailer, where she's a bit monotone in the trailer. Like her line delivery, but I think that's part of the story and the fact that she's trying to discover her identity and who she is was on Earth. Um, And I just thought that was interesting that people were saying that. So I'm all for Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Right. She apparently signed a seven film contract. So yeah, so we're going to be seeing a lot of her in the future. I mean, okay, if you just look at a picture of of Carol Danvers in the comic books, yeah, I can see see where people might say she was miscast just like, due like to physically yeah just due to comic book appearances mm-hmm. but if we were going off of that almost 
there are so many miscast. Yeah, absolutely. Which I agree, you should then. never cast somebody 100 percent for the yeah, look. Yeah, like there's no. I mean, way. that should be a factor, but obviously you want that person right. to embody the character more. Like, so okay, Brie Larson has more of a round face mm-hmm. than like the comic book Carol Danvers, but I mean, I think she's a great actress. She looks badass when she has the mohawk and like the helmet oh my God, in the trailer. So, cool. so I don't know. I think fanboys are always going to have something to complain about. Yeah, know? that's true. Um, I don't know. I think we'll just have to wait to watch the movie. But I think that she looks badass. And yeah, the scene where she punches an old lady in the face is going to be a classic. <laughs> Seriously. And I love, so how, I love how the first movie kind of didn't give any context to that. And people were like, why is Captain Marvel punching an old lady in the face? And everybody's like, of course it's the Skrulls. But it's now that, be, yeah. I love that they kind of addressed that and like gave it a little bit more context in this trailer. Well, like the old for lady general like a backflip and like yeah. kicks her in the yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty great. But uh, speaking of Avengers Four, do you do you, uh, uh, what are your thoughts on on uh, everything that's going with that? As far as like people speculating on when the trailer is going to drop and all that bullshit. Well, there were rumors that it was going to drop uh, a couple days ago. Yes, and then there was more rumors that it's going to drop tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And um, now they're saying it might be. And now they're saying it might not be tomorrow. Yeah, I believe Steve Weintraub tweeted about that yesterday or today. I can't remember. Is it yeah, Frosty Weintraub from Collider, and uh, and he was basically like, yeah, originally it was supposed to be Monday, and then it, like you said, it was supposed to be Wednesday, and now yeah. they're apparently pushing it again. Um, and what's really interesting is they were actually torn on which to do first. Would you do Captain Marvel, then right. Avengers 4, or A4, then Well, Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel comes out first, right? So that makes Yes, so and, that makes and the character, um, she's basically... I don't think it would have been smart for them to drop Avengers 4, especially if Captain Marvel is in the trailer, because then people would have been like, who is who this? The fuck is that? But yeah. now that they have a little bit of context from that trailer, it makes that a little bit more palatable. Right. So. I mean, and like, I don't know if... I don't even know if she's going to be in the A4 trailer, because it's like... She's, she probably won't be in the They first call one. her at the end of the movie, right? But mm-hmm. I feel like the trailer's going to be a lot more about Tony's guilt... And the repercussions of Thanos. Well, yeah, just everybody snap. dealing with the right, ramifications. Yeah. I think it'll be a lot more about that than it will be about like the crux of like she comes and saves the day. Yeah, no, and that's going to be a big moment, right. much like the um, when Wak- uh, Thor arrives in Wakanda. Exactly. It's going to be that kind of moment in the movie. So like I just because just because uh, he calls her at the end of the movie, I don't even think she's going to be in a lot of the movie. I you think, think she'll, she'll come. Just kind of show up. I think she'll come for the third act of the movie. Yeah. Still, like that makes sense. a lot of it's going to be about Hank Pym and the. And the particles in the, in the and quantum the, realm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the time be, travel that's thing, be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, do you think? Um, do you think there's going to be a time jump at the beginning of this movie? Do you think we'll jump forward maybe a year, or even five years, for instance? I think that's a plausible story, especially if they're trying to affect, right, yeah. uh, explore like how the snap affected people long term. That would make a lot of sense to me. But I think they could. I think. I would all, I could also see them just jumping immediately back into it, like yeah, like immediately after to have like yeah again. And it's I yeah, hate, I know, I know. I, know I hate doing this because it's not about Tony Stark, but like I think he probably feels the most guilt. Out of, Absolutely, especially out of that everybody. scene they have at the end with him and Peter. Right. Yeah. So I think that work. like they they could very also easily just jump right back into it right at the very end of mm-hmm. him trying to get back to Earth. But like that doesn't mean you can still have a time jump, say, for instance, at the right. end of the first act. No, you know, no, no, no. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just thought that was, because that's something I've been thinking about, whether or not they're going to actually do that in the movie, so I thought it would get your, get your thoughts on it. Yeah, I'm really excited to see the uh, the Hawkeye Ronin suit. Um, 
You think that's actually going to happen? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Isn't that sure. the, is that the that's the black suit, right? I think or, they already I think they already showed a picture of him that's in what it. I honestly, thought. I was like, I thought we'd seen something like that, but I can't remember. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, maybe not. I don't think we've seen anything from Hawkeye in the in, Aven- in Avengers Four yet. But we know he's going to make an appearance for sure. He has to. Right. He's the only original member of the Avengers yet to appear in this, the third or fourth movie. Oh, here we go. I think it was a Lego release uh, that 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 kind of spoiled it. As yeah, that makes sense. As yeah. a toy, always like the toys are always. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a Lego set of uh, Thor, Captain America, Thanos, uh, Captain Marvel, and then there's Hawkeye, but he's in an all black suit, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is which is the Ronin suit. Yep. Cool. Um, which I think is that's pretty badass. I yeah, like that's that. pretty fucking badass. I like that look. I would still like to see, especially since they're and we had this conversation at lunch. I would, I would still love to see the scrolls um, take a part in Avengers Four. Like I would still love to see That'd that Civil War storyline where Cap dies. Absolutely. And then it's not actually Cap. Yeah. I would, I would love to see that, but. I, you also know I'm not a huge fan of overcrowding stories with villains and with Thanos already in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think adding the scrolls might. Well, to be honest, I'm not, not sure. I think I think Thanos may play a little bit. He, I don't think he's going to be as big of a presence as we think he will be in Avengers Four. You don't think so? I think he'll be there, but I. To be honest, I think Marvel's holding a card up their sleeve. Uh, there's going to be something bigger that they're going to have to deal with, and I think that's how they're going to tie in. That's how they're going to tie in uh, Captain Marvel as well. I'm. I'm not so sure about that though because they didn't win in the first. Yeah. They didn't win in Infinity War. That's true. Thanos won. That's true. So like, I think the movie's all about defeating Thanos. Yeah. Because like, yeah. he's still he's the victor of that movie. He still came out on top. Totally, totally. But at the end, um, he actually he's pretty fucked up at the end though. Too, yeah, he you is. know, like he's physically, he got, and st- mentally he got stabbed and, in the fucking chest, and, and emotionally too. <laughs> right. But the, also the toll that the the glove the gauntlet right. took on him, you can see it, it's all fucked yeah, yeah, yeah. up with arm and stuff. But um, but yeah, I just I, I think Thanos will certainly be a presence, and maybe it won't. I I just think Marvel's holding their cards really like. I think they got something up their sleeve with Avengers 4 that we have no idea either what's coming what else could... or a surprise character or a surprise villain or s- there's something going on there. What other what other bad guy could there be? It could be, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, fuck, I can't think of it right now. It's um, it's from Secret Wars. Who's the villain in Secret Wars? The dude who teleports into the planet? Oh, really? Uh, hold on. The Celestials? No, hold on. One second. This is terrible. We're like both on our computers here. No, that's fine. Uh, Dude, I can't... I mean, Galactus is in Secret Wars. Kang is in Secret Wars. Kang. Someone like Kang, you know, where it's like this person... They haven't even... And I know it's like, oh, they don't have to hint about everything, but like, if they introduced Kang in A4, nobody would know who the fuck he is. Totally, and I'm not saying it would be Kang, I'm just saying you have to, after Thanos, this movie, there's going to have to be some other greater cosmic threat that they're going to start to set up. I think that's why they acquired uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah, absolutely. I think the only one bigger than, I mean, you fucking, yeah, Galactus, Yeah, literally eats planets. Yeah. And I think he won't I be mean, a giant cloud this time. Yeah. So I just think um, I just think that they got something up their sleeve. That's you know obviously one hundred 
percent speculation on my part, but we'll right. see. We'll find out in uh, what five months. So. Wow. Yeah. Man. Speaking of Marvel, it seems like it was so long ago. What do you think about the Deadpool two PG thirteen cut? That's kind of been bugging me recently. I like the trailer. It's a fun trailer, but it's the same movie. I love seeing Fred. It's, I it's I so fun. Pay, I don't want to pay twice or three times for the same damn movie. Just wait till it comes out on DVD then. I know, but I'm it. still gonna have to buy it. I'm still gonna have to pay money to see it. I saw that paid to see the movie in theaters. Whatever I, you do, Taylor, I paid for the super duper cut on Blu-ray. Don't illegally download it. Whatever you do. Oh, I would never do that. No, of course not. I could red box it, but you still, could. like it's. It's just kind of one of those things. I wrote a little something about it and why I thought it was a cash grab. It is. Oh no, that's that's exact. That's and, exactly. What and it is. that was before it was revealed that they were giving one dollar of every ticket sold to charity, which is cool. Yeah, have cancer, yeah. but if you really wanted to do that, it should have been like like half of every ticket sold. Like one dollar is or at least or at least in, add new footage to the movie. Yeah, or no. call it call it what it is. Don't call it Once Upon a Deadpool and package it package it as a new movie when it's not a new movie. Yeah. You know, it's it's an alternate cut of the same movie. I think all the new scenes with Fred will be pretty funny though. Oh, they're gonna be great. I'm really I think I think it's really smart the framing Oh hey Bear. Uh oh. must be the the mailman. The mailman. Yeah. Um I think the framing device is really smart and clever, and I think they're going to have a lot of fun, especially the, the, the part in the trailer that cracked me up the most is where he basically, like, you realize he's, like, holding him hostage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, just that's just the most Deadpool thing ever. And Well, then, I think, I think the only thing to do here is wait till there's a super cut of just the Fred scenes and then go yeah. watch the movie. Well, I feel like it's Who just... Who the fuck wants to watch the PG-13 a... version of Deadpool? Nobody. Chinese audiences, because they didn't get to... The movie was banned in China. Well... I'm sure they found a way the to first, watch it. The first two, <laughs> sure they did. First two movies were banned in China, actually. So this is their way of... People have been speculating that it's, um, like, Marvel's way of testing the waters, so to speak. You so know, dope. because... But I don't think that... I don't think that's it at all. I think this I is, can tell you that I'm not going to go see it. I think this is Ryan Reynolds and the filmmakers throwing Fox a bone for a few extra box office dollars. You know right. what I mean? Because they don't have it. I won't go... I probably won't go see it. Um, well, you know, I might see it because I might have to review it. But I, yeah. I don't want to see it willingly <laughs> if I do go see it. If I see it, I was forced to see it. Pretty much. Yeah, like I said, I'll just wait till there's like a cut on YouTube of just like the Fred scenes and then I'll just watch those. Yeah. Because that's really all I'm interested in. Yeah. Have you been uh, keeping up on any DC news as of late, Joel? What do you think? Probably not. The answer's no. <laughs> DC, you can suck my fat dick. <sighs> so you don't, have, care, you don't have care about no anything? Love. I have no love for that. You don't care about Aquaman? Aquaman looks fucking cheesy as shit. But you don't have, like, you don't think the fact that uh, James Wan is directing it makes it somewhat redeemable? I would like to think that, but the extended trailer they showed of that, like, big chase scene, it looked like it was, it just looked cheesy. It didn't even look like it was shot well. Yeah. Like, it just, I don't know, I just, nothing on that sold me. Like, it looked like it was shot, like, HDR. Like, it it just looked too bright. There was no, like, like the cinematography looked horrible, in my opinion. Yeah. It just looks so cheesy. I agree. I, I think that, I think this movie has a big challenge as, as far as, like, trying to change people's perceptions of the DCEU. Right. Um, I think that's part of the reason why it looks cheesy. It's trying to be more fun and, like, a little bit more freewheeling yeah. and not as serious. Because yeah. people know the DC movies as being serious, dark movies. That's what they're known for. Serious, bad movies. I mean, it's, it's up to interpretation. Right. But... Um, I don't disagree with you. Uh, but yeah, I just think, uh, I just think this movie, if, if 
it can sort of have fun with itself, but also be taken seriously. I think it has a chance to change, especially with Shazam coming right after and that being like Shazam looks a good. straightforward, like big ass comedy. Looks, looks it's clever. really funny. Yeah. It's not going to tie into any of the rest of the no, fucking but I think, universe. I though. think that's what the DC needs to do at this point. They need to just focus on setting up their characters and telling good stories right, like Marvel. Which is why did. I think they shouldn't be making Aquaman at all. I think they should have scrapped the, their entire slate and started over. Well, they couldn't. They. they Especially after Justice they've, League. They've kind of done that, but Aquaman was already shot when Justice League came out. So yeah, there's exactly. nothing they could do about it. Uh, Shazam was already pretty much in at the depths of pre-production, almost right. to production. So I could see why they didn't do that. But now but, they're making this weird Joker movie. like Which I think is cool. I'm excited about it. I think if you're... I think that if they want to do a universe, mm. like they, like like the Marvel Universe... Which we can tell that's what they want to do. That's why they shoehorned Justice League so quickly. Yeah. That's their goal. Mm-hmm. If that's your goal, don't go making fucking movies that don't fit into the universe at all. Doesn't make yeah. any fucking sense. Well, I mean, because they're still going to do a second Suicide Squad movie, which has a, which has fucking Joker in it. So yeah. they're making another Joker movie, yeah. and there's already Joker in the universe. It certainly is confusing, but to be honest, I'd take Joaquin Phoenix over Jared Leto any day. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that interpretation of the Joker. I wanted Joaquin it's, Phoenix for fucking for fucking. Uh, Doctor Strange. I know, that would have been amazing. But I, to be honest, this movie is, it's kind of, um, ironically, for a, for a movie about the Joker, there's a large question mark looming over that movie. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so, it's either going to be really interesting and really nuanced and really good, yeah. or it's going to be fucking weird and it's not work It's going to be weird. I think that... You know what I mean? And it's kind of hard to tell what it's going to be right now. I think that when Justice League was such a big clusterfuck i thought they were gonna realize their mistake and try to correct it and instead they're just getting weirder and weirder yeah well i mean dc announces 20 projects every week anyways but um <laughs> I mean, dude, dude it's ridiculous uh but i don't i'm not opposed to the idea of like having like a quote-unquote like dark you know like a one it's okay to have one-offs i think that's cool yeah. i think it actually makes the universe bigger much in like the comics where you have the elseworld stuff it's just one-off weird fucking stories yeah, but general I mean? general audiences aren't gonna understand that general audiences totally, don't know about totally totally and i think the dcu needs to figure out a way to make that clear to people but at the same time there's no reason why you can't you can't do that i don't think whether or not it will work is a different question right but i think it's valiant of them to try to do something different than what marvel's doing because if they just try to copy the marvel formula they're they gonna make run a lot into, of money they're gonna run into the same problems that they had with justice league because yeah. that's what they were trying to do uh, was copy the Marvel formula, except they were rushing it too. Yeah, well, that that's was the, their problem. Is they rushed it, and they that's their but that's I, their I fucking just, problem. They don't, the thing is, they don't like I, as much as Jeff Johns wants to be like Kevin Feige, he's not. Right. And they need someone like that there, and they, it's just kind of hard to find someone who can do what. Well, Kevin when you're Feige banking does. on Zack Snyder to make all your fucking movies, yeah, that's, that's that's another issue. They they should have you should have made that Superman movie, and then maybe made a sequel, and that's it. He yeah. shouldn't. He doesn't under. He barely understood Superman, let alone Batman or any of the other Justice. I don't think he understands any movie he fucking makes. Yeah, well, he understands the Snyder Cut. He understands slow motion jerk off scenes. That's what yeah. he understands. We've, I have, I have raved I, enough about Zack Snyder on this fucking I know, podcast. I, know. I think that Jason that. Momoa is a really good choice for Aquaman. I agree. I, I think, think he's I think he could have pulled it off very well if Aquaman wasn't a DC property. 
Like if let's uh, say if he had been Namor instead, fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think that the movie looks cheesy as fuck, and therefore is going to be cheesy. It's as gonna fuck. be pretty wild. There's some crazy stuff in there. That just because James be Wan like... is directing it doesn't mean it's gonna like good. Good directors have failed at making totally. Films and I'm not. I'm not saying that that's the case. I'm just saying because James Wan is doing it, I think it has a better chance of being successful than someone else it's under it's still under the tent pole of like warner brothers and dc though yeah, who course. are not gonna necessarily let him be a director yeah he's just he's well that's just the thing there to... he's gonna there's gonna be flourishes in there dude they had the trench sequence right. it's apparently gonna be total 100 one in the same way that okay. the doc ock sequence in spider-man 2 was 100 rainy. rainy oh my god so, you know what so i mean so it's gonna rainy. be it's gonna be something like right. that for him but um i think it has the potential to be good the the one I'm most curious about actually is um is Birds of Prey. Do you know anything about Birds of Prey so far? Have you been keeping up on that? That's the Harley Quinn and the yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, traditionally in the comics, Poison Ivy, and, but yeah, yeah right. but it's Margot Robbie's been pushing for it, right. and they're doing um, Huntress, and they have young Cassandra Cain in the movie, I believe. This um, it's just gonna fall else. in the same fucking like pit hole that. None of these characters have been introduced. Yeah. Nobody knows anything about them. So it's going to flop. Yeah. Do you think that this could be their introduction, though? Like, this is... Because what's really exciting about me... For, uh, what's exciting about this for me is, uh, A, the fact that Kathy Ann's directing it. Right. And she's going to bring a really interesting voice. But, B, Maddie Leibatik is shooting it, baby. Yeah, I do like I do like Maddie. That's the thing. I do, and he's, I do he's, like he's one of my favorite... Our favorite DPs, I, he would, is, I can yeah. safely say. But... So I, did, I think again, there's a giant question mark about. I think what having this a, I think having be, Harley but... in the movie, which we've already been introduced to her, I think that's mm-hmm. a big plus for them. Absolutely. Um, but she was introduced in a movie that wasn't very well received. But the best part, the 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 thing that got the most praise about that movie was, was her, Harley. Right. So I can see that. Um, but yeah, I just I just think that movie is is really interesting. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be necessarily going to be good, but. We'll find out, I guess, in what, 2020 when it drops. Yeah, but what's it even going to be about? You know, it's like the Black Mask is going to be the villain, right? And oh yeah, gonna, I forgot and that. Ewan McGregor is Black Mask. Toby Wan Kenobi. And basically, I, I think the plot revolves around Cassand- a young Cassandra Kane getting yeah. uh, like kidnapped or captured, and they okay. essentially try to take uh, something to that effect to take down the mob kind of story. So it's kind of like an Ocean's Eight version of Suicide Squad. It's like all bit. female. I would say that not as much of a heist as far as it is like a revenge right. type thing with them trying to, you know. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. apparently, I guess the story is going to follow. The all these women have been sort of like victimized by right, right, the right. Black like the joke, mob. right? Yeah, yeah okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, I think it has out of all those movies, I think Birds of Prey has a lot of potential, but Joker uh, is by far going to be the most fascinating, interesting. I'm obviously just going to wait till it comes out, read all the reviews about it, and then not watch it. And then make it. a decision. Well, and then make a decision to not feel it. about it, even though I haven't watched yeah. it. I still haven't seen it. I still haven't seen uh, Justice League. Yeah. What's up with that Matt Reeves Batman movie? Uh, nothing. Is that still so happening? Far. No, I, I think they should. I think that Matt Reeves should be making a Batman Beyond movie, but that's just my oh. opinion. I also read a little something about that. Five reasons why it's time for a Batman Beyond that movie. Would be cool. Um, and I think to be honest, Batman Beyond is one of those one of those properties that is uh, ready yeah. for his introduction to right. general audience. August second was the last thing they wrote about it. Matt Reeves provides an update on Warner Brothers reboot. Yeah, basically the script has been completed and the first draft has been turned in. But 
that's basically all I know. Right. Yeah. And it has a, a uh, it has a, a tentative twenty twenty one release date, I believe. Release date. Okay. They haven't even started shooting. Yet. Yeah. No, they haven't said it, but that's kind of what they're aiming for. Is what people are saying. As of August, Reeves said that uh, Ben Affleck is still involved. That's what he said. I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Not literally. No fucking news about it. Yeah. Great. I, it's probably it's probably not gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling. I have a feeling they're trying to figure their shit out. Uh, to be honest, Batman should be the least of their worries right now. You know what I mean? Batman's if important, do, if but like if they're gonna do any movie that's not related to the other, like the real universe, I want it to be a fucking dark noir Matrix Batman film. That would be dope. Like I'd watch that. That would be dope. <laughs> I would like to see. That would be cool if you did um a Batman Gotham by Gaslight. That'd be cool. Interpretation. That would be really yeah. interesting. Uh, but just yeah. do like oh, just do like uh, like an Arkham Asylum type fucking. Yeah, well, thing. I think that's kind of what his script is revolving around. Yeah. I think he goes. It's. It, I know that the Penguin is the primary antagonist. I guess that's pretty cool. Uh, it's okay. I wish they. There's a lot. The Penguin's been done. Bring back Danny DeVito. Just, 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 just make a different dude. Like I really like. I respect the fact that Birds of Prey chose Black Mask. Yeah. Um, I think that's a cool choice. But that is cool. Uh, but yeah, man, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, jumping back to the um, to the stuff that's coming out this uh, this December, though. Yeah, I'm gonna pause you right there, real quick. I have to pee. Yeah, go for it, dude. So uh, I'm gonna pause yeah. this, and we'll come back, and you won't you will be none the wiser because it's gonna pick up right where it leaves off. I will be right back. Look at that, we're back, and you guys uh, had no idea that I was gone for so long. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we were just talking about December box office, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were. There's a lot of shit coming out. Yeah, there is. Well, I mean, it's interesting because. This is the uh, this is the first year since 2014 that we haven't had a Star Wars movie coming out in December. Oh, weird! I didn't even. Yeah, thought about it's that. kind of crazy to think about that, right? Yeah, I, I kind of dawned upon me the other day, and you know, everybody's talking about um, you know how how stiff the competition is this December with all the big genre studio you know superhero blockbuster movies coming out, um, as well as some indies, you know, and some some award stuff. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to chat with you about what you were most excited for, uh, this, you know, Christmas weekend. Obviously, we talked about End of the Spider Verse, so that's kind of off limits. But what are you most uh, looking forward say, to? I, I think that's my out of that out of everything answer. besides End of the Spider Verse. What are you most looking forward to this December? Because people are going to have to make the same decisions. You know what I mean? And it's going to be an absolute bloodbath at the uh, at the box office over Christmas. So yeah, let me. I can tell you that Mary Poppins Mary that. Poppins Returns comes out. You have Vice. Uh, the Adam McKay movie with yeah. Christian Bale, the Dick Cheney movie. You have um, Bumblebee, of course. You have Aquaman, which we already talked about. You have uh, Deadpool, PG-13 cut coming out a couple, like a week before that. And then you also have Mortal Engines. So, I mean, around that time, you're going to have like seven or eight genre movies to, to pick from. Mortal Engines looks so fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, it could be interesting. It could be a sleeper hit, but I don't think that movie has any chance at the box office. Not at and all. And originally we had Alita Battle Angel too, but that movie was really smart to move to the next uh, summer. Right. I'm looking here. The top five are Aquaman, Into the Spider-Verse, Bumblebee, Mary Poppins, Mary Queen of Scots. Oh, yeah, that's and true. Vice. I forgot about that. And I yep. think of those five, I'm going to have to stick with Spider-Verse. <laughs> oh, come on. you got to pick I have one. to. No. I think, if there's, I think if there's anything else I was most excited for in the superhero realm uh, like, that we're talking about yeah. would be Bumblebee. Um, I'm, I think that movie is going to be really... Uh, it's it's going to put forth a big effort into changing people's perceptions of that franchise. 
but it's also got the biggest hill to climb. Outside of the superhero stuff, I think that um, Vice is my, my most yeah. anticipated. I will say that... That just looks so great. At Comic-Con during Hall H, uh, the group and I were really kind of like mocking bumblebee like, yeah like the entire day we're yeah. like oh the bumblebee panel i mean that's kind of how a lot of people the feel bumblebee like panel. and then like i saw the bumblebee panel and i'm like not gonna lie at the end of it i was like kind of hyped yeah i, I mean like, oh, shit. travis knight you know he really has an affinity for for these characters and the g1 characters i'll say that the the thing that kind of got me most hype about it though was honestly john cena like really that's yeah. that i would that's the last thing i would have no, expected real, you though. to say joel <laughs> it's true man he's really he's, like the last couple things he's been acting in i think he's oh think yeah he's really funny absolutely I mean, I, especially blockers you see blockers yeah. do that that was really really great turn for him i think he's definitely been improving his acting skill but uh, it's. It, I'm curious to see because the, the marketing has been kind of coy about what exactly his role is in this movie, other than being like kind of the military uh, antagonist of the movie. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how you know if this can kind of push his stardom up into the stratosphere a little bit more. He was really, really funny at the panel. Okay. Like not even just about the movie, like just the way he handled himself at the yeah. panel. Like he's just a really charismatic people person type dude. And yeah. I never really that got that from like. I didn't realize that from like his WWE days. Yeah, like, well, I mean, uh, he was he was he was the face of the company for right. almost ten years, and you know, it got to the point. Uh, I've never, you know, I was a wrestling fan for a while, but I've you I know, know, yeah, stopped yeah. watching long ago. Right. But I have fans who are who are wrestling uh, friends who are wrestling fans, like Tommy, for instance. Right. Yeah, and what's up, Tommy? It, it got to the point where <laughs> what up, Tommy? Uh, it got to the point where John Cena was kind of like a laughing stock in a right. certain respect. So to see him from go from that and try to transition into the career that he has now is really interesting. And uh, like you said, I think this movie could either really push him forward, right? Um, or you know, it could uh, kind of relegate him to those like sort of B action movies right, that right, the right. WWE likes to make. I do like it. Like I said, and I will solidify that. I think he is he is like the reason I'm excited for. That's really interesting. For the movie. I find that fascinating. You know, what's even more fascinating is the fact that they're making. Uh, Duke Nukem movie with John Cena as Duke Nukem. And I was like, that is the perfect no, casting. Not. It's been announced. No, it's, it's, in a, it's in development. It's not going to be made for sure, but it's in development. And Cena's apparently attached to... to what yeah. the yeah. fuck? I was like, dude, this is... He's got... Of course, look, of course he's got the attitude. Of course it's Platinum Dunes. Of course Michael Bay. That's, that's, that's the problem. Of course. That's the problem. But I mean, to be fair, Duke Nukem has always kind of no, been of like that type of Michael Bay character, the type of character that Michael Bay would be attracted to. But if I just look at a picture of Duke Nukem, like you see John Cena, it's fucking, it's fucking John Cena yeah, for sure. Totally. He's, yeah, he's, just, uh... he's here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. He's, <laughs> he's all out of bubblegum. Oh, uh, that would, dude. If they ever to make a do a remake of They Live, he would be the perfect oh, casting yeah. choice for that role. I that's actually, I think I that's love really funny. That's a total tangent in itself, but that movie so amazing especially especially in a modern context right uh it's that movie was ahead of its time uh but yeah so jumping jumping from that to other genre stuff did you hear about uh that that this this tweet that uh guillermo del toro put out last week yeah the thing about all the movies that he's written that haven't been made yeah so uh he kind of set the 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 twitterverse on fire when he put this out but basically but I mean, and like, okay, not to play like a cynic, but that's that's who I am. Like, mm -hmm. I'm sure every big showrunner slash director has 
just as many projects on the shelf as he does. Like, Absolutely. He, I think, I think he's just trying to set the world ablaze so he can get something made. <laughs> Absolutely. So there's there's a lot of facets to this. Um, I think the first thing is that I agree, and especially after taking some time off and the clout he has with uh, with his best picture and best director wins at the Oscar this year. Right. Uh, I think that this was his way of trying to reinvigorate interest in some of those projects. That's fair. Um, but at the same time, I kind of feel what you're saying because it's like, dude, you got paid millions of dollars probably to write all these scripts. Like, why are you complaining? Right, right. right. But with that said, Guillermo del Toro has notoriously had bad luck with getting projects off the ground and development stuff. I mean, he's had a 25 year career and he's written probably 30 or 40 screenplays at least. And he's only has 10 directing credits to his name. That's, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. He's a prolific dude, and yes, 10 is a lot in 25 years. That's pretty average for most directors. But considering how much he's put out, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, what's oh, on yeah, the so list? People, what's, what's the... We don't have to go yeah, through all of them. What's no, totally. The I, think, you... I think the one the one I was most... Uh, I was most in, Well, there's a couple. I think they... He has, apparently has a, Mount, a Count of Monte Cristo script right. that he wrote in his early days, in the mid-90s, and... It's like a, a like a like a sci-fi western take on the property with like steampunk elements. And That's it's just like a '90s thing to do. It is, but it's also so Del Toro that it right. could be really cool. I don't think I could see a Count of Monte Cristo film come out now. Like, I think that's a very like '90s absolutely. And I think with the, with, with the with the 2002 movie, it kind of killed that. You right, know what I mean? Like, there's right. no, really no reason to do another Count of Monte Cristo. There was also the Hulk TV series, which I found fascinating. Because you know, you think about the uh, the sort of like darker side and yeah, the, yeah. the more like horrific aspects of the Hulk. I think and I think nobody better be than like a Planet Hulk. Exactly, and there's there's well the the also just the you know sort of the horrific nature of like it's kind of what the first Avengers sort of dealt with with the scene where he first Hulk's out and right, right. and uh, he scares the shit out of Black Widow and just the fear intensity that character brings. Um, I think Del Toro would be a really good choice at, you know, sort of trying to dig into that aspect right. of the character. But the at problem, the same time, I can see why it wasn't made. Any, any Because Ruffalo's the best. Yeah, he is. But any kind of, like, hope I or any other Marvel fan had for, like, a Planet Hulk-type movie, I think, got destroyed with Thor Ragnarok because they, cause they dip into that waters where he's a Absolutely. gladiator well, on you, the planet. You like, know that, that, that they can't make a Hulk movie or a TV series without the... Uh, a solo Hulk movie or right. TV series without uh, the participation of Universal. So that's the reason why right. a Hulk movie hasn't been made. The Marvel has the, their part of the deal is they can use him as a supporting character, like in Ragnarok, which is right. why we, that's like you said, it's the closest thing we'll ever get to Planet Hulk. Yeah. But, uh, it sucks. Cause I know it really sucks because there's a lot of potential there with that character. He's one of the most popular people, uh, in that universe. So, but we got the roughs and that's all that matters. We do get the roughs. Um, so yeah, I just, I would definitely recommend you guys to go check that out. There's a lot of interesting stuff in there. There's Justice League Dark was another one that was interesting, um, as well as a Fantastic Voyage movie, which I think would be, That'd be cool. perfect for Del Toro, as yeah. well as just like a property that really needs like a nice reboot. It's, it's had enough time. Well, I'd watch that with him. I, I would, I would watch the hell out of that. Um, but speaking of, 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 uh, Del Toro stuff. Well, stuff that Del Toro never got to do. Uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, the new Hellboy movie? Um, I think we may have touched on this in previous podcasts. I, I think we did too, but uh, I think David Harbour is a really, really good fucking choice. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm. I, I guess I'm touching on like what? 
How do you, are you worried that we haven't really seen much from this movie and it's only three months, four months out right now? No, because I know people on the inside from oh, this really? movie. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, and they're, heard good things. they're really excited about it. Okay. So, I mean, um, I'm excited about it. I think Dark David Harbour is a great choice. I'm pretty upset that New York Comic Con got a sizzle and San Diego didn't. Um, to be fair, it could have just not been ready visual effects wise too. It wasn't. Yeah. I was t- talking to my friend, and he was like, about a co- like a few weeks before c- Comic Con, he was like, "It might happen, yeah. and it might not happen." Yeah, airing on the side of it not happening, and then it didn't happen, which is you know, which is fine, but that doesn't yeah. make me any less jealous because New York Comic Con sucks compared to San Diego. Totally, and you know, Hellboy is a character that's really hard to to tackle in live action. You know what I right. mean? And I think it's it could be problematic for this movie the fact that. In, I mean, obviously we know it's coming, but general audiences have no idea this movie is coming yet. Right. And I think that's that could be problematic box office. It can't be any worse than Hellboy Two. So you don't like Hellboy Two? Oh, dude, I love Hellboy Two. Do you really? I think that movie is compared to the first one. I think the first one's solid. I think the the second one is is full Del Toro, dude. He he he. There's yeah, a lot that's of studio not necessarily a good thing with Hellboy. No, I I think it's a great thing. Yeah. Uh, because he really got to go wild with the, with the the imagination and the fantasy aspects of it. I think that movie provides a great cliffhanger at the end and a great promise for like where that where that franchise would go in the and it, it's just kind of a shame that it didn't that it never materialized. But um, yeah, I think that movie. Hellboy 2 in particular is one of the best superhero movies that's ever been made. It's certainly one of the best superhero sequels that's ever been made, that's for sure. I think that everybody in... Uh, I think I think everyone in the movie did a, a really good job. I really didn't like the whole Golden Army. Yes, that... that it, it kind of was... A, like I, I can see what you're saying. Right. But I think on a character level, like that movie really digs deep on some some important oh like, oh for sure things. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I, that's I, what I'm talking about as far as like rewatchability and like you know if they had if they had made a third movie and maybe <laughs> mm-hmm. like the trilogy as a whole was like pretty solid maybe I'd yeah. feel differently about it yeah. but the fact that that's the last of, and I will, I will Hellboy yeah I will admit that the tone in that movie is a little like silly too mm-hmm. with uh, Johann Schmidt and Seth yeah, MacFarlane right. and all that stuff oh my but I forget yes. it's great dude it's, <laughs> it's 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 silly but it's really wonderful right um. But yeah, so I just uh, David Harbor. I, I I'm I'm I mean, and just the promo, just the promo images that we have of him, yeah. like, and it's a hard art. Jesus too. fucking Christ, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be super so cool. violent and like super. Like, I'm raw. So, I am super excited for it. I I really like Hellboy. Um, honestly, I don't read enough Hellboy comics. Yeah, to, that's what uh, I was gonna say. I haven't. I'm not super familiar with. I just a lot don't read much stuff. outside of Image these days. Uh, yeah, I um, love I love uh, I love Mike Mignola. Mike Mignola is super cool. To be honest, I actually, my friend Rashad has a poster for me signed by Mike. Oh, that's good. That I need to get. Yeah. Is it a Hellboy poster? It is, yeah. Nice. Him and Mike are tight. That's dope. Yeah, which is cool. Um, yeah. When is this supposed to come out? Uh, the Hellboy reboot? Yeah. Uh, it, April, originally, it Yeah, originally it was supposed to be January, beginning right. of January, and it got pushed to April. That's cool. I should read more Dark Horse. I haven't yeah. read Dark Horse in a long time. Yeah, same here. To be fair. Yep. But, uh... Who else? I have not... Daniel Day Kim. Hmm. All right. Yeah, go. you've got... Well, originally that was uh, whitewashed. I, I, Day, I, and then I you've got Mila Jovovich as... Stepped down. The, he, uh, yeah? Yeah. It was the dude who played the villain in Deadpool. Mm-hmm. He played uh, Ajax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Good for him. Yeah, and you've got Mila Jovovich as uh, the Blood Queen, or yeah, who, yeah, I don't yeah. remember what the character's name is. Uh, so that's exciting. But I imagine that's probably a pretty visual effects intensive character. Right. Was there a leaked version of that New York Comic Con sizzle? Thing? I do not believe so, as far as I know. I'm just surprised that wasn't leaked. I mean, let's fucking find out. Um, Live Googling no, right here on the podcast. Just a review. <laughs> we do this a lot more often than you guys think. Yeah. <laughs> we usually just able to keep it together unless we really get distracted by something. Um, it doesn't look like there's... Uh, you know what? And to be fair, if there were leaks, it's probably... They've already been pulled. Because New York Comic Con was, what, in October? Yeah. yeah. That was a couple months. So it was... If there were any on the internet, we probably already missed them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. And by um, October, I mean last week when uh, when we had our last podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, mm-hmm. um, what? Well, I was going to say, um, last week was like May or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to... Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking yeah. of... Uh, speaking of... Of, 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 of guys series, in red. Well, of guys in red or series <laughs> that horns? never made it that never made it to the end. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Red guys with horns? Speaking of guys in red with horns... <laughs> Daredevil got yeah. canceled. Yep. Which I think is the single biggest fucking mistake on the planet. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm a little disappointed. I'm not surprised I'm not that surprised. Luke Cage and Iron Shit were canceled. The fact that Daredevil I'm one of the people that actually like a, some somewhat appreciated the first season of Iron Fist. It wasn't oh amazing, God. but I, I think Iron Fist was actually a pretty interesting character. I liked him in The Defenders? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I didn't like him as a solo character yeah no it did this season didn't really work um i thought the the most interesting stuff in that this is a total tangent but whatever yeah. uh the, the most interesting stuff Wait, in that first season on this was, podcast? I know, was the 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 Rand family dynamic right. with his uncle yeah, and yeah, yeah. All that. i thought that was really like something different you know what i mean uh but yeah it's not successful at, in, in the slightest but i respect what they tried to do the fact that daredevil season three was just so good i've heard and they canceled it yeah like, it's like, it's like canceling Firefly. Like, yeah. you have, like, okay, I the second season was lackluster compared to season one. It was still really good. But compared to season one, it was a little bit less. I understand that. Season three, though, was on par, if not better, than the first season. And your reaction to that is to cancel the series? Like, that's fucking stupid. To be honest, I, I feel like it was, it was a bit premeditated on their part. Like, they, I think they knew they were going to cancel a long time ago. I think they knew they were going to cancel a long time ago. I think just like we know now with Jessica Jones, that's not making it after season no, three. of course not. But to set up Bullseye, in, I mean, you haven't seen it. To know, set up Bullseye in such amazing. a good way. Yeah. And then, like, he Just like, to throw it all in the trash. Just to, yeah, just to throw it all away. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. At least, at least keep your top two pillars of the Marvel Netflix fucking universe. Keep Jessica Jones. Keep fucking the Daredevil, and then you can pepper in Luke Cage and Iron Fist where you see fit. Yeah. But to cancel all of them is... I just... I, do, you, do you think there's any know. possibility that there's something larger at play here? Like they're trying to move them somewhere else? Or maybe they're trying to... I originally like thought that they would... reboot it in some way, or maybe keep the character... Like do a soft reboot of some kind? I originally thought that they would move to the Disney Plus streaming service, but yeah. that's recently... They've said that they're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Disney has said that they have plans for the character in the future, 
which I guess... But that's, if, like, super big. <laughs> right. If they're not going to move the series to a different channel, then that can really only mean they're going to put him in something else. Yeah. As, like, a cameo or a side mm-hmm. character. And I think Charlie Cox and the character that he's brought to life deserve way better than if, that. If they do that, there's no reason why they couldn't bring Charlie Cox back for a cameo. I think people would appreciate and accept that. But, right, like, but he, he deserves, deserves more his than own that. Sh- yeah, yeah, exactly. 100%. He's so good. It's un- Yeah, it's unfortunate. I-, I also like Charlie Cox as that character. Um, and pretty much everyone in that in that show is, is, is on point as far as casting is concerned. 100%. Um, yeah, it's just it's just unfortunate. I mean, the big question right now is just kind of like, what the hell is going on with all these Marvel Netflix properties? Like, obviously something big is happening. It's just a matter of what. I think that Defenders failed. Yeah. Iron Fist failed. Mm-hmm. Luke Cage didn't get the reaction that they wanted. Mm-hmm. So they canceled all of them. But yeah, to cancel all of them, I think, is a rash decision. Well, the, I, you I think know, it's an overreaction. Absolutely. On a, on a, on a, on a uh, creative level, yes. But on a business level, I could see why maybe they did it. Because if these movies or these uh, shows are underperforming, and you, you have to know that they're paying out the ass to I license these, think, pro- these I don't characters. think Daredevil's underperforming, though. All the other ones, compared yes. to compared to how much they're paying for it, it might not be worth the investment. Yeah, that's for okay. Me. Yeah, I guess that's. Fair. You know, that's kind of what I'm saying. Daredevil may have. It's it's also super frustrating when Netflix doesn't give their numbers because right. it's like I hate you guys for this, but it's smart. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I just think that I think there's something larger at play here, um, and we're just getting to start to, to we're just starting to figure out what that might be. Yeah. Speaking of Disney Plus, you excited about Disney Plus? We, okay, I don't, I don't like to admit that I'm wrong a whole lot. <laughs> when they first announced it, I was like, "That's fucking stupid." Yeah. And then the fact that like John Favreau is so involved with like we're getting Star Mandal- Wars, yeah, and because like, you thought it was just gonna be all kid yeah. shit, right? I didn't think it was gonna be all kid shit. I just thought like it was such a cheesy way to like force people to pay money to watch exclusive content that might know. not be that good. But the projects, like the projects that they've announced, like the the, the fact that the three main tent poles for Disney Plus are going to be Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. Like, yeah, that's that's pretty pretty fucking it's, cool. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, absolutely. And I think they're doing. Um, I think they're doing a lot of really smart stuff as far as like giving these these properties their due. Like you said, not chintzing out. You know, you could easily mm-hmm. make like a a CW style, had a CW <laughs> style, which right. isn't a bad thing. I, we had this conversation a little bit earlier. I think those those shows have their place as far as like. What they're doing and the tone you they're mean going the garbage for. Garbage can is there? <laughs> no, that's uh, that's where Batman and Robin goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it does. But uh, yeah, I just think that if they can if they can give those 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 properties their due, and you know, you get the Scarlet Witch series and the Loki series and the Bucky and Falcon series, all getting two hundred million dollar budgets. Honestly, the Loki series is kind of the only one I'm not excited about. I don't know how they're gonna pull it off. He's that's the thing. such. He just got such a fanboy reaction. <laughs> From, like, all the girls from the beginning. And, like, I just don't... He's not that interesting of a character. Well, I think he's an interesting character, but all the stuff that's interesting about him has already been explored. Right, right, right. Like, what else can you do with him? Right. He was just kind of, like, there to brood and, like, look sexy. Don't get me wrong. Tom Hiddleston is a sexy, sexy man. (laughs) Um, Maybe you could could take it back before the first Thor and explore him, like, like, maybe earlier on in his life when he's out and... You know, I'd like somewhere to see else. The, the, the thing about Loki is I'd like to see more of that dynamic with his brother. 
You but can still do that. They I don't think I don't think they're they gonna put they're not gonna they're put, not gonna put Chris they're not gonna yeah. put Chris Hemsworth. She could have a cameo maybe in a TV show. I just don't think they're gonna do it. If they're gonna, especially if, if he's still in have, movies, it's gonna have a two hundred million dollar budget. Yeah, that, that's that's true. We're um, looking at like a large, like a much larger scale television show. It's yeah, right. It's not totally. like it's not like the CW. It's more of like an HBO yeah. type, absolutely like, grandstand. Yep, one hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, there's just it could be. I just I feel like they probably won't. Yeah. But that, that, see, that's what's exciting about Disney Plus in general, I think, is that it opens all these the, the right. sort of lane, avenues of opportunity. Now, the Falcon Winter Soldier, oh, that's, that's going to be badass. Yeah, that's going to be the best. I'm thinking, like, kind of like a Born Identity type fucking, like, spy show. With, or even, like, with Buddy Pop elements in it. Yeah, that'd be cool, too. Yeah. That's going to be that'd badass. Be it's going to be like a prequel, though. No, no, because it has to be. After it'll they've probably, known each other. Yeah, it'll probably... It I, can't to be, be honest, I would imagine it would take place after Avengers 4. Right, it can't be it make sense a prequel. And maybe at that point, you know, maybe maybe one of them... Maybe it ends. the show ends with one of them taking on the mantle of Captain America because the, pre- the precedence is there right. for either yeah. of them. So that one totally makes sense to me. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Star Wars stuff, like the Mandalorian and the, uh, the, the Cassian show, the pre- Rogue One prequel that was just announced? I am... Actually, very excited that they scrapped a Boba Fett movie in oh my God. in favor. Well, here's the thing: I was really excited to see a Boba Fett film. When they canceled it, I was kind of upset. But then when they announced that they're going to just do a Mandalorian show, I think that's a much better idea to do a show about mercenaries in general, bounty hunters, mercenaries, whatever. Yep. Um, instead of just one. Bounty Hunter Absolutely. that a There's lot of people just, don't know a lot about. Well, you limit yourself by right. just being... Because apparently the Boba Fett movie, from what I've heard at least, was going to kind of be about the Bounty Hunters. And it was going to be... Right. He would be the main one, but you would see a lot of those. Right. So it kind of just makes sense for them to do that. They would and, just shoehorn a lot of shit into a two-hour movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean... But now we get the, the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian culture is something we really haven't seen in live action right. represented. So I'm that excited will, about it. That will be really cool. And you got directors like John Favreau, Taika Waititi is going to direct something. Yep. Like, and then uh, I'm excited, Dave, you got man. Dave Filoni yep. doing it too. It's so that's cool. Yep. I'm yeah. I'm. It's it's just more of that universe that I like. Everyone wants to know more about. Like everyone wants like the Skywalker saga, or like they really want to know more about Finn and fucking Poe oh, and Ray. Get away from that stuff. I think it's cool to like go on the outskirts. Of, like that's why I kind of liked Solo. Is like it, it was about Han Solo, but you saw a lot more of the universe. You saw more characters. Yeah. You saw more, more, more places. Yeah, is what new I want to see. New, yeah. new places. Not just yeah. like Jakku, which is right. basically Tatooine like, all over again. Yeah, seeing like the outer rim of the universe. Absolutely, is going to be a super cool yeah. thing. I think, and I think I think that's a part of the reason why the Cassian shows is so uh, right promising to me is because we're going to get to see. Um, a lot of the stuff of the rebellion leading up yeah. to everything we've seen in Rebels and uh, eventually Rogue One, obviously. Rogue One. And, and, and more... Cassian's a very, very interesting character who's been, you know, basically in war right. uh, since he was like six or seven yeah, yeah, or yeah. something. So that's that show's just got a, a really great uh, amount of opportunity with it. Anything that gives me more Alan Tudyk, I'm yeah, that too, that too. And well. also seeing, have you read that? Have you ever, have you read many of the the uh, Star Wars comics recently or no? Not in the recently. Last few years? I started the Vader one and then kind of. The I'm Karen, really, Karen I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, really bad too. at reading comics. Same here. I'm trying to get better about it now that I'm actually writing about comics. <laughs> I'm really bad at reading comics that aren't my tentpole four, yeah. which is like Walking Dead, Saga, Paper Girls, and Outcasts. Like, yeah. 
I haven't really even read any Marvel comics in a long time because they really started to get on my nerves with all their crossover events where it's like, if you don't read all the books, you don't really know what's happening. Yeah, I haven't read a Marvel book in a few years, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, that's kind of why I just wait for the for the trades. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm just... That's, so, easier. that's easier to me than trying to collect yeah. all the individual So, issues. no, I haven't really been reading a lot of uh, well, the Star Wars stuff. Well, uh, they, they, they did a Rogue One prequel right. comic. Makes and sense. they also have a they did a Cassian and K2SO special. Oh, that's cool. And that was in the uh, in the trade as well. And and if they can get anywhere near uh, what they do in that comic, it's going to be really interesting dynamic to their to their relationship because basically uh, Cassian has to obviously wipe his memory to make him what he was. Right. But what you end up finding out is that Cassian has to wipe his memory multiple times. <laughs> so he like wipes it the first time, and it's like. 51% of the memory is still, and then he tries to kill, he's basically trying to murder Cassian the whole time he's like, right, right, uh, right. wiping his memory, and so it's just, I think stuff like that, that we've never seen before, and you've got new characters in that comic, and a new world you're seeing, so, there's just, uh, there's a lot of potential with all the stuff Disney's doing in general right now with the streaming service. I think giving Diego Luna his own show is a good right. idea. And well. that's also just nice to, to give, uh, to give, you know, um, people of uh, Spanish and Mexican heritage, a uh, Star Wars hero to look up to as well. I think that's Absolutely. super important. Absolutely. Hell yeah. I mean, obviously Rogue One kind of started that off for yeah. people. And, you know, it's it's kind of crazy to see how much that character has impacted people. Even even though to us he seems like a minor character, you know, and he feels like a minor character. But to, to others, he's a super important character. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I don't, they haven't really announced much else on that platform, have they? Not much. No, they they they've been doing uh they're doing some live like the uh, uh the uh, Lady and the Tramp live action thing is happening, but apparently that's going to be like it's like uh, high. CG I'm rolling my eyes and shaking my head. Yeah. You guys can't see that, but uh, yeah, and that's. <laughs> Um, well, look, yeah, like the so Lion King, be, like, a lot of stuff like that. Like, like the Lion King live action movie is—it's not live action. It's well, that's a that's a that's a debate people have been having online. No, they're like so. The Jungle Book had Mowgli. Yeah, there's a person. It's a in person it. that's live action. Yeah, there are no human characters in the Lion King. Exactly, it is not live action. It is one hundred. It is a, a realistic animated movie. Right, <laughs> realistic yeah, like, looking animated. That's movie. so fucking wrong. So, like, I feel like Lady Lady and the Tramp would have. People, well, it has human characters, yeah, right. but you're going to have the main Justin, characters are the docs. Yeah, you're going to have Justin Theroux playing the the, the the male character. Oh my god, really? Someone else, I can't remember who it is playing. The, uh, I like female. Justin Theroux, so that don't yeah. be fine. So I think they're going to be voicing them and maybe doing like some kind of weird motion capture. I would imagine it, or I, facial capture at least. Do they talk in the original? They don't talk in the movie in the original one, right? They're just maybe. dogs. I can't remember. It's been so long. I, have, I don't think I've seen the movie since I was like eight. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, obviously, you remember the spaghetti scene. That's like the most iconic. Yeah, right. I recreate that with but, everybody. But, yeah. Male we're, about, we're about to do that right now. Guys. Yeah. We gotta go. Got a big um, plate of spaghetti waiting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just think that's really exciting. Speaking of movies, uh, I'm very interested in, I guess, to round things out. What do you think of uh, Godzilla King of Monsters and the follow-up that just uh, started shooting Godzilla King of... Uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I will say that I wasn't anti or pro... Uh, this topic at all i was very didn't care about it mm -hmm. and then i watched kong skull island on my flight to fuck i've been flying so much somewhere so yeah i i it may have been denver mm. um but i watched kong skull island because i had been wanting to see it for a while kind of slipped through my fingers 
It was fucking awesome. It's really fun. I had a really fucking good the time. The movie knows exactly movie. what kind of what it, what it's trying to be, and I think that's it was trying to be fucking successful. good, and it yeah. was. Um, so that movie got me super pumped. Mm-hmm. I think King of Monsters looks kind of kind of cheesy, but I think Godzilla vs Kong will be super fucking badass. I think so too. I'm actually very excited for King of Monsters. Only well, at least based on the trailer, I think there's a the the trailer was very successful in the sense that it sold like a sense of scale and, and awe right and i think if godzilla can do that uh like the movie as a whole can kind of capture that same right. sense of imagination and wonder that those right, huge right, right. creatures present i think it could be really really effective I but a, i don't know at the same time i just have such an aversion to like a movie where the villain is like this is my goal and then like the goal ends up like destroying the world and they're like i feel remorse and you're yeah. like i don't feel bad for you because did you watch uh did you watch pacific rim uprising <laughs> no of course not oh dude that's kind of what happens in that movie but that's there's like a, there's you, a big what did you think was going to happen if you unleashed a bunch of fucking monsters in the world yeah what did you think was going to happen no. they're going to destroy the fucking world yeah that's unfortunate yeah that's that's part of my problem with king of monsters that i'm a little bit not sold on is like someone behind the scenes like Oh, you thought unleashing a three-headed fucking dragon was going to yeah, be like a exa- good exa- thing for the planet? <laughs> exactly. Where did you think? Oh, this 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 can't go wrong. Oh my god, seriously. So yeah, I was just I don't know. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that because that's um that's something that uh, of course I'm going to see. It's coming up in the I'm gonna next. Watch it. Actually, we've got basically we've got each one of those coming up back to back years. Yeah. So that's going to be see. I see. My thing is I don't know if I could see why people might be interested in a, in a Godzilla movie. But a Godzilla versus Kong movie, I just don't know if there's enough interest there. Oh my god, are you? I'm 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 so fucking hyped. I know, but I'm so like if someone, I mean, that's kind of one of those things as a, as a general audience member, I could see people Godzilla versus Kong. That's fucking stupid, you know. What but, I'm curious to see how they do it is, um, Skull Island was set in like what, like the 50s the or something like that. The 70s, You're right? So, yeah. and Godzilla, the new one with Brian Cranston and Aaron Johnson and them. Mm-hmm. That, that was, was said like modern. So when it came out, two thousand fourteen. Yeah. So I want to know how they're gonna do. How they're gonna yeah. How they're gonna do that? Because like the whole thing is like Kong cared about Brie Larson, so on and so forth. Sort of so like bridge the gap. Between right. The how movies. is Kong gonna get off of Skull Island into the real world I'm with sure, Godzilla? I'm sure something's gonna happen in the King of Monsters that allows that. Like, oh, you think we're gonna get like a Kong cameo at the maybe, end of maybe, King of Monsters? Well, it, it, I, I think the most likely thing would be like a post credit stinger where you That'd see cool. some maybe the, something happens the, that the monster does that maybe has like a wide ranging effect. Right. And then at the end, and you see. Kong that, what the fuck, bro? Exactly, and if he's if it destroys the island, the thing that he's so protective of, uh, right? Fuck yeah. So I could see I could see them doing that, but yes, it is going to be interested to, uh, interesting to see how they um, how yeah. they bring those two characters together. As much as my like um, devil's advocate was just in that segment, I'm actually I am a huge Godzilla fan. I know, right? It's weird. I'm gonna go watch the shit out of that movie. Oh, yeah, dude, just absolutely. being able to see Mothra, like yeah, seriously. I mean, like, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna go see Mothra and, on the big screen. And, and to be honest, I actually, <laughs> please, true, and King Ghidorah. Um, yes. It, it, I'll be honest with you. I actually cheap, cheap, cheap. I can't talk right now. I <laughs> sheepishly enjoyed the first movie, even though I realized it wasn't the best. Oh, I liked it as well. I think it was fine. I think in retrospect, the the, the more you watch, the less effective the movie becomes because the whole movie is about. Uh, you know, like the reveal of Godzilla and like those impactful, you know, moments of scale. Right. And I think rewatching it, it isn't, uh, it isn't as good. 
But I still really like that movie, and I know a lot of people hate, really hate on that movie. I'm like, it's yeah, it Aaron Johnson isn't really the most dynamic protagonist, but like, it works for the sake of the movie. I, you know what? I thought Brian Cranston did a great job. Absolutely, it's it's the only thing that's wrong with that movie is that he died too soon. Yeah, but that yeah, but it was so good. <laughs> it was. I like. Uh, you know what? Like, just the more I look who's in this, like, I love Vera Farmiga. Yeah. I, had, I, had, I had such a big crush on her when she was in... Um, Up in here. No, what's that Paul Walker movie? Was it? No, it wasn't Paul Walker. The one where, Paul like, Walker. he fucks with the mob. And oh, they, uh, 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 Running Scared. Running Scared. I yeah. fucking... I, that's, like, a guilty pleasure of mine. And she's, yeah, and she's so hot movie. in that movie. Yeah. She's good. Um, of course... Millie Bobby Brown, Ken Watanabe is in it. Got, uh, Kyle Chandler playing like he her, is, her yeah. estranged father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, it's just, yeah, Kyle Chandler. Do you think it's kind of? Do you think people will find it weird that, that like the characters from the first movie aren't around anymore besides Ken Watanabe? Or have people become accustomed to like that reboot style of like recasting or like what bringing happened? New what characters? happened to Aaron Johnson at the end of that movie? I'm pretty sure they survived. Him and Elizabeth Olsen, his wife both, in that movie, they, they survived. Both survived. I'm pretty sure. I think in a film, or I'm sorry, I think in a universe as big as like a gigantic fucking Godzilla monster, I think it's fine to focus on other parts of the world. I see what you're saying. And like other the, people who like experience having Godzilla. one central protagonist, like right. It's not. It's not like that. Kong, where like like Godzilla didn't bond with Aaron Johnson. Like we're best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it's fine to just see yeah, who yeah. else has and been affected by this giant really, fucking yeah, monster on totally. the planet. I just see that happening more often where you have these sequels that are kind of like soft reboots where they bring in right. new characters and abandon old characters and stuff like that. So I'm just curious. Um, I don't think it'll be a problem. I think, to be honest, people probably wouldn't even remember that character. They'd just say, oh, that's the Godzilla movie. You know, like, <laughs> the character's so unmemorable. So. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much everything I have. The, we've, there's a lot of stuff uh, that we really haven't uh, had a chance to talk about. I'm trying to see who all it. else is going to be in King of Monster. It looks like R- Rodan. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's Rodan, Mothra, Mothra, obviously. And Ghidorah are and the three. Ghidorah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's badass. Like, yep. I love that a there's... A pterodactyl, a three-headed dragon, and a fucking giant moth? What's yeah, up? Yeah, dude. It's cool that they're really upping the stakes as far as the like the, the characters in this, the uh, monster characters in this movie. Right, yeah. But I love, what I find actually hilarious is, like, they are all monsters, right? Like, a dragon like a gigantic lizard and then there's like just like a big moth a big that's not scary at all <laughs> it's great it's actually kind of cute oh my god it's a until moth but it's 800 times off. bigger yeah. <laughs> until he rips your head off as opposed to these like giant actual like monsters yeah i guess the pterodactyl was a thing that actually existed but all the other <laughs> ones are just like monster monsters i think that's pretty good uh yeah i think godzilla i think this is just going to be a really good popcorn segue into godzilla versus Kong. absolutely which will be dope. Yep. Is there going to be a sequel to Skull, Skull Island, or are they just going to tie I, it into I the universe? I think Godzilla vs. Kong is kind yeah, of the that's what I thought. pseudo-sequel. Um, but hey, dude, that Godzilla vs. Kong cinematic universe coming together real nicely, right? It kind of is. Who would have thought, out of all the fucking... Uh, it's doing of, better than the Universal Monsters universe. I was going to say, after all the dark universe and all that crap, like who would have thought that this one would be the most likely to succeed? It's kind of fascinating. It uh, looks like uh, it says that there's going to be references to Kong in the movie, but he's not going to be in it. That would make sense. Which is fine. Yeah, I don't think it would be smart of them, because they'd be basically be pulling a, a Batman versus Superman here if they had Kong in the movie. Right, right, right. right. 
So. Oh, but yeah, I just love how much the Dark Universe just fucking floundered. I, what cracks me up is how they released that photo and they cast all these big name actors right. and like made it and then it, boop, nothing. I just don't understand how they thought that making the mummy the way they did was like... I never even watched the like, movie. No, either. of course not, but how do you like, how do they think that was a good idea? Well, I think if the movie would have had good characters, which again, I haven't seen it, but I'm, based on the... 15% or whatever it has on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm assuming that it doesn't have good Does characters. Does it have 15% on Rotten Tomatoes? pretty sure it's like below 20%. Um, but I mean, to, like, if, if if they could figure out a way to, to, to make that relevant and fun again, like the 1999 movie. Brian Fraser. Yeah, I, really, I still really love that movie. Yeah, I think those that, movies are dope as fuck. I think the second and third. Are, the second one's acceptable. The third one is a fucking travesty. But... Uh, but yeah, I still think that movie's really fun, and if they could have, if they would have done something like that instead of making it dark and serious and super brooding. Oh, I didn't know that then, uh, Russell Crowe was in. Yeah, he was the in the mummy. movie. And he plays Doctor Frankenstein. There's a whole sequence where they, he, where no, Tom he plays Cruise's character Jekyll. Or sorry, they, thank you, sorry, yeah, yeah. Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. And they, they, like, apparently, there's a whole sequence in the middle of the movie where they have a, a Jekyll sequence where he fights Tom Cruise. I'm such a closeted like horror fan. Like seeing a dark universe would be super cool if they. They, just, they would have done it I right. Hate, I hate how much things, like, I hate that just so many things just get fucked up so easily. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Christopher McQuarrie was a writer on The Mummy. Yeah, it's because he's a friend of Tom Cruise. But and how do you Tom fuck Cruise, that up? Tom Cruise brings uh, McQuarrie on to everything. Uh, he just brought him on to, Top Gun, to rewrite Top Gun 2. Oh, man. I worked with... Uh, uh, Val Kilmer recently. Really? I don't know how he's going to be in Top Gun because when I saw him, he could barely talk. Yeah, he's got like throat cancer and stuff. Well, right? he, the throat cancer is healed up. Like, well, yeah, but he had that surgery. But or like, something. he was like drooling. Really? He like could barely speak words, and like he wow. just looked like a like uh, like a bag of bones. I really don't understand That's how he's going to be dude. in Top Gun. Like, he can't have more than like a cameo in it. Like, yeah, it's, he can't. Absolutely. He, wow, he, what, he uh, can you say what kind of thing it was? I worked on a western. Was it a movie? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. So he was just he oh. just he he just made a cameo as like the main character's dad, um, but like he didn't look good. Oh, it was kind of sad because I'm a big Val Kilmer fan. I know, right? He um, was a huge. He was one of my favorite actors when I was growing up in the nineties. Yeah. Oh, especially Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is like mm-hmm. one of my favorite fucking movies. I love that um, movie. So yeah, just the fact that he's in Top Gun, I I would have to guess that he's not in it for more than like a scene. Yeah. Yeah, because a couple scenes that would make sense. Um, to be honest, I was surprised he was even in it to begin with. I know, like how he's even able to act after all that stuff. But I agree. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much everything, Joel. Unless there's something else you can think of that we have not. That's kind of it. No, I think we got everything. That's all. Great. Yeah, there's one. There's one big thing we didn't talk about, but we're actually going to save that for a special thing. Yes, uh, that deserves that deserves a little more attention, I think, than just a quick. Stan Lee has died, and we're going to record uh, our own uh, special tribute episode to Stan after this, and we'll, we're going to release it separately. So look out for that coming yep. out literally right after this one comes out. So yep. that's uh, it's very sad. Yeah, we'll have many kind words to say. Yep, we'll be looking at looking at his legacy and uh, taking a trip down memory lane as far as his career and stuff. And uh, and I will just lament over and over again about how I never got to meet him. I know. I feel like that's kind of how everybody feels. They had the chance and they never really. Oh, Stan's gonna be around forever, and then he ended up. It's a big fucking travesty. I think that I never got to meet him. Yeah, but you were impacted by him, and that's all that really matters. It does indeed. All right, that is episode twenty-eight of Pop Pop. 
Pop Culture Podcast. You know me, I'm the LA Nerd Joel Reeves. I'm on Instagram and Twitter as I'm the LA Nerd. That is just I am, not I am. I, the letter M, I'm the LA Nerd. I have to explain no that. Apostrophe. I have to explain I that so many times. Was, I thought it was I am. I know, LA Nerd, a lot of LA people Nerd. do. I should just change. Well, the thing is, the LA Nerd and just LA Nerd are both taken on yeah. fucking Instagram by people that don't post, which is very fucking annoying. Like, yo, how much How much for your Twitter handle? I have, I have literally messaged them and they. You really have? Yes, you? and they don't. Oh, and they haven't man. even seen the message because they don't use yeah. the fucking account. I feel like Twitter should just purge accounts that don't get used after like five years well, or, fucking agree with years you. or something. Anyway, I'm the LA Nerd on the social medias. Taylor has social media as well. Yeah, you can find me on uh, the Twitters at uh, at Taylor Salem. Um, I've been taking a little break from the from the Twitter sphere, but uh, check out still, his articles on superherohype.com yes, as well. You can always find me at writing at superherohype.com. Uh, I got tons of stuff up there and coming up. Uh, you, you got about forty articles in the last two months, Jesus so there's tons Christ, of stuff for you man, guys to so check out. There's you're, a lot more coming. You're blazing through that. Well, that's that's the name of the game. Sweet, man. Yeah, all right. Stay tuned. I guess next week we'll have another episode of Pop Pop. Absolutely. And by next week, I mean probably a few months from now. But no, definitely next week. Just actually literally, next week. actually next week. All right, great. Uh, later, you nerds. Peace.